to welcome you to the 831 Living Your Best Life podcast. And today, if you are new to this podcast and listening for the first time, we are in a series talking about time on task. Let me ask you, are you on task in the time that you have or are you just putting in time? Do you know what your goals are? Are you passionate about what you're doing and what your core strength is? Are you doing what you are best at or are you doing what you have to do to get by? You see, if you're not on task in the time that you have of where you're going, then there's a good chance you're just putting in time. And if you have results goals and not growth goals, then you will find it hard to move in that direction. But if you are growing and you measure that growth and you know how you can do it daily, you will be on task in the time that you have. I want you to grow. I want you to see how far you can reach for and obtain your full potential and not end up in a prison of your own making. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life where we inspire participation, communicate precision and empower performers to podium and we hope you'll tell everyone you meet and know to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe download, listen to this podcast, let us know what you feel about it, rate and review us, and become an 831er, somebody that lives their best life because we inspired you through this podcast to live your best life. Well, I was going to be a hockey player growing up in Saskatchewan on a dairy farm until June 21st, 1963, just after my 10th birthday. And I made a decision to try something that had danger written all over it and smashed my head on two steel bars on a cement floor and ended up in a coma. Recovery took months, and during that time, I spent most of the time alone thinking about what I was going to do with my life after I got out of this hospital. Once healed, I was introduced to alpine skiing because Dad thought it was a good idea that we went and did something recreationally. I lived on the prairies. There were no mountains. But I told my dad I was going to be an Olympic alpine ski racer. And six years, 10 months later, I was in the 11th Olympic Winter Games in Sapporo, Japan at 18 and was the bronze medalist at the third best alpine skier in the world. Now, I don't know about you, but that's amazing to know that I came from where it's flat as a table and there were no mountains. I wondered if the same principles worked in the workplace after my ski racing career, and they did. Then I started helping families, leaders, and companies, and it changed them. I coached kids, and they exceeded their goals. And we talked about having the right goals, being on task in the time that you have so that you could build a solid foundation to grow from. We talked about how to protect yourself by being the gatekeeper to what influences you and gets you into your system. And then today, we'll talk about what hinders us and trips us up along the path. Now, most of you don't know this, but about 70% of your foundation of mental, emotional, and spiritual development happens by the age of seven. We are an open slate when we're born, and whether you knew it or not, your programming started before you took your first breath. Your character has more to do with what you will do than the natural gifts and skills you have. And you say, why? I thought it was all about talent. No. All of us are emotional beings, and if our emotions rule, they are difficult to direct as you become an adult. Directing them and working with the energy of them with discipline produces a solid character, giving you a foundation to work from. Removing the barriers that keep us from growing has to be protected from the inside out and from the outside in. My lessons came from the first two of the 831 people that helped me grow, which this podcast is all about, and those were my parents. Dad never stopped teaching me. 
because I was an out-of-control emotional boy after the accident. I couldn't do what I used to do, and it was just producing anger and frustration all the time. Dad helped me with my anger and frustration because I wasn't the same after the accident, and so he was committed to helping me. What was easy was now hard. I had to relearn everything. The focus was teaching me self-control rather than emotional outbursts, which I used to throw every day. He did it by having me work on the farm with him side by side and teaching me lessons with everything that we did for life. Today, we talk about attacks from the outside to the inside. We walked the fields and weeds grew everywhere. Seeds blew in and carried in and are brought in to good, clean fields where crops grow to feed us. Weeds in the form of habits you develop are carried into your life by other people, things you see, things that are caught, not taught. They have a head start unless you are taught good habits. You don't have to plant them. Kids don't have to be taught to say no or mine or that's mine. Give it to me and take it from someone else. Bad habits are built in you and they have to be taught good ones. You have to be taught good ones. We teach you to change almost every word that goes with the word self or what goes with you. We'll have an emotional habit that can control you, and we need to teach you how to control it. Weeds get rooted before the seed is even sown. Your bad habits get rooted and are hard to change if you're not taught good ones. Weeds steal moisture and nutrients the crop needs. Weeds are bad habits and persuade your character to be choked off positive traits for facing challenges. Weeds grow faster so they are ahead of the crop. Bad habits are established because they do get the head start and more is caught than is taught in the early stages so the parent has to be the weed controller. Weeds take over and choke the good seed off from what it needs because they mature quicker. Bad habits are established quickly and hard to change after they mature. Weed seeds mature and blow across the field and are spread by the combine and equipment because they become part of the harvest of the good grain. Habits established spread to every aspect of your growth. And because time measures change, the harder it is to change them. Who you are is most visible in the first seven years, just like the weeds are most visible in that first week. Self-issues are revealed from the first moment a child says no. Once established, it gets harder and harder to remove and change. Our self-talk, self-image, self-worth is visible. Parents can see it, but often dismiss it as cute. We can't imagine trying to teach a young child good habits because it means we have to confront them and say no to them. Most people don't like doing that. No one likes it. No person likes to be told no. As a parent, if you don't learn to confront with retraining habits, well, they will be established and you will be dealing with it and tougher and tougher plants in every area of their lives the rest of their life. When you deal with the weeds, the crop suffers temporarily, then rebounds better than ever. When you deal with habits, the longer it has been allowed to grow, more painful work has to be done. Weeds are an unwanted plant. Habits can ruin a person's potential. Weeds become resistant and harder to get rid of. Habits are the same. You see, habits are easy to see in your life. What are your habits? You know how you know? Your first response to each emotional situation. You get cut off in traffic, what do you do? Someone steps in front of you in line, what do you do? Someone gets a raise and you don't, what do you do? 
someone does anything that bothers you emotionally, what do you do? What's your first response? By the time you become an adult, you say things like that all the time. That's just the way I am, becomes the common retort. Most don't realize their habits are driving them through their life. Opportunity to live a better life is out of reach because their habits are taking them where they want to go. Leaders are looking for people with great first responses. Being late for work starts with not coming when you are called. Being behind in your work starts with not doing what you are asked to do the first time. Reaction to being asked to do something starts with, do I have to, as a child? If simple things are hard, hard things are out of reach. No one likes confrontation, but if the wrong habit shows up every time, you may be limiting your own progress. Your next promotion may be the problem with your present habits. The best of the best of the best have habits too, but they have habits of discipline, accountability, responsibility, and empowerment, and are measured by looking at the heart of their behavior. Son, my dad would say, we better get this field sprayed before the weeds take over. One day in the fall, Dad stopped the combine and told me to go pick the Russian thistle plants that we missed when spraying. I had to wear gloves and came out after pulling these Russian thistles, covered in cuts and bruises and blood. I tried to lift out about a half dozen plants, and then Dad said, Come here. I stood at the top of the combine and looked from the deck. I was covered with little cuts, bleeding on my arms and legs. And Dad said, look at the crop. It was ruined. From tramping it down, trying to pull out the weeds. Sonny said, this is what it's like to let habits grow and mature instead of great crops. I hope you'll have grown and will be living your best life and will have gotten rid of the weeds in your life the next time we meet. Thank you for listening. My quote for the day, if you get dandelions, Who gets dandelions next?